to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Uh, today's photo of the sun nestled in the branches of a huge and gnarly poplar tree comes to us from yours truly as I captured this scene yesterday during my short visit to Lake Eola Park in Orlando. Uh, well, I'm back home, uh, but that was a journey in itself as some renovations at the Philadelphia airport and, a no, and no heads up from the folks at American Airlines caused me to miss my connecting flight to Albany last night. And when they shared the good news that while I couldn't get a flight to Albany the next day because of the size of our party, they could put us on a flight to Hartford or Worcester. Uh, that unbelievably obtuse suggestion uh, caused me to scramble and arrange for a rental, uh, a rental car from the good folks at Avis and a midnight run back to my countryside home. We made it, and it was so late that I decided to wish everyone a good day before I went to bed. So this message might be a little shorter than normal, but I am happy um, to be back home and ready to forsake the sweet treats I ate at Disney World. And I'm ready to repent. You could say you could finally say that I'm giving up sugar-laced snacks for Lent. Better late than never, I guess. But that's okay. Our walk on the path of Christian discipleship is about progress, not perfection. And I hope that encourages you. And it's never too late to change. It's never too late to repent. So this red-eye repentance edition of the NT for Christ 24-7 podcast is brought to you by American Airlines, who I will choose to avoid in the future, and Avis Rental Cards, who I am truly thankful for. Anyway, speaking of repentance and making progress and dealing with things you need to give up, it's the ninth day of Lent, and so we continue my personal walkthrough of Gracia Grindal's 40-day journey with Martin Luther to observe and celebrate the Lenten season. In this walkthrough, uh, Grindel's uh, devotional, um, it is our hope that we will get to know Martin Luther a little better as we seek to draw closer to the Lord on our journey to Resurrection Sunday, or Easter. And so we continue. Uh, journey Day 9. And Martin Luther writes, You are to honor your father and mother. What is this? Answer. We are to fear and love God, so that we neither despise nor anger our parents or others in authority, but instead honor, serve, obey, love, and respect them. First then, uh, first then learn what this commandment requires concerning, concerning honor to parents. You are to esteem them above all things and to value them as the most precious treasure on earth. Second, in your, in your words, you are also to behave respectfully toward them and are not to speak discourteously to them, to criticize them or to take them to task, but rather to submit to them and hold your tongue even if they go too far. Third, you are also to honor them by your actions, that is, with your body and possessions, serving them helping them and caring for them when they are old, sick, feeble, or poor. All this you should do, not only cheerfully, but also with humility and reverence, doing it as if it were, as if for God. 
That's uh, Martin Luther's comments on the uh, the 10th commandment, and one of the Ten Commandments, to honor your father and mother. And uh, our devotional then shares Ephesians 6, 2 uh, 2 through 4 as the biblical wisdom for the day, which is is the commandment from, uh, well, from Ephesians' viewpoint, honor your father and mother, this is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And that's this the point where our devotional tells us to, uh, you know, prompts us for silence, for meditation, so we should, uh, you know, take up a few moments to uh, consider Martin Luther's comments on honoring our mother and father and Ephesians 6, 2 through 4. So you can pause the podcast or stop reading and uh, sit quietly for 60 seconds or a minute, 5, 10, 15 minutes, or however long you feel comfortable with and have time for. Focus on your breath and the calm stillness in the present moment that is always available to us in God's creation. Meditate on Martin Luther's comments of for the day in the comments. I literally fell asleep there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as I sat, sat for silent meditation, um, <laughs> uh, we move along to the questions to ponder. Um, to whom is this commandment addressed? Very young children or older children with feeble parents who need their help? Um Yes, this commandment is addressed to young and older children alike. Your parents will always be your parents, and the Lord commands you to honor them because he used them to give you life. And just like with any form of repentance, it's never too early or too late to honor your mother and father. The next question on, on what to ponder is, uh, <laughs> it states, Luther extends the commandment to honor your father and mother to others in authority. Who are these? those others? Does it make sense to bring them under this commandment? Others in authority who are worthy of honor would be mentors, grandparents, or other friends or family who fulfill the role of father or mother in some aspect of our lives. If we consider them as a kind, as, as kind of a mother or father to us, I feel it is appropriate to bring them under this commandment. Unfortunately, Estranged relationships are a problem in our post-divorce culture, and while I would never excuse someone from giving honor to their natural or natural mother or father, I certainly wouldn't prohibit someone from giving honor to someone they feel is a mother or a father to them in some way. Admittedly, this is my opinion, and I can understand if someone, particularly, particularly estranged parents or uh, fathers or mothers, would disagree with this. Um, but this could be, you know, the honoring mother and father could be extended to also to like our employers or bosses. Um, but, you know, that I think of a mother or father 
um, maybe because I'm blessed with a good mother and father, is uh, a term of endearment. Um, you know, it's not just a, a biological donor. Um, you know, a mother and father is, you know, I think of someone who, who cares for you. So, um, yeah. So I don't know if I'd extend it to bosses and just people in authority. I mean, there's commandments for that. Respect the local authorities and, you know, those people above you and all that. And, uh, you know, your, your slave master and whatnot. Um, so I don't know if I would extend this to any relationship of someone of authority over you. But you could, I suppose. But that's just me. And uh, like I said, I fell asleep during my own podcast, so you have to forgive me. Uh, anyway, in what ways does your faith community encourage and support people in keeping this commandment? What more might be done? Bible-believing faith communities usually encourage obedience to God's word, and that would include the commandment to honor your father and mother. However, more typically, this sentiment is displayed in, in the church on Mother's Day and Father's Day, and not really specifically mentioned all that much from recollections uh, I have from various church, church congregations that I've attended. Um, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, when they get old, you're supposed to take care of your mother. They get you know, sick, you take care of them. Um, they die, you honor them. They they live, you honor them. You're supposed to, um, but it does doesn't get a lot of preaching towards it, um, other than on Mother's Day and Father's Day. No, not not that much at all. Um, and maybe it should, but um, you know, in our post our, our post Christian society, uh, it's it's you know, it's almost post family society at this point. Um, where we just sort of make up our own things, and extended families aren't what they used to be, and even immediate families aren't what they used to be with divorce. Um, so it's it's difficult um, to really navigate all this. Mm, you know, how would you, you know, encourage that? You know, except for, like I said, the couple of messages you get on on uh, mothers and fathers that, during their special Hallmark holiday. Anyway, um, we move along in our devotional to the psalm fragment, which says, The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup, and you hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. Psalm 16, 5 and 6. And so, uh, I can relate. I have a goodly heritage, and that moves us along to... Our journal reflections, which says, Meditate on how the commandment to honor your parents might become a spiritual practice for you. This commandment could come into practice in a variety of ways, depending on the circumstances surrounding one's relationship with their parents. For myself, I could, I could uh, honor my parents. Um, I could make honoring my parents a practice by scheduling more time for visits with them and thanking them for all they have done for me and my brothers throughout the years of our as our parents um, I should give thanks more um, the next prompting says reflect on what have what reflect on what you have done or are or are doing for your parents to honor and help them were or are these duties burdensome to you or a pleasure for you? Explain. Admittedly, I don't do a lot 
Um, I do visit with my parents periodically. Um, but uh, I just recently went to my, my mother's church on Ash Wednesday, ended up having breakfast with mom and dad, and have made tentative plans to get together that w with them again with, when all my brothers can be in attendance. Uh, these things are not burdensome, and I feel it is right to give honor uh, to the ones who gave us so much. And I, they did. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next prompting is, what others in authority in your life would you bring under the umbrella of this commandment and why? I guess I would bring this umbrella to my, over my, my mentor, but Pastor Bob Costello. Bob is somewhat of a spiritual father to me, and although I don't really plan visits with Bob whenever I see him, uh, whenever I do see him, see him, uh, I try to express my appreciation for the time he spent teaching and encouraging me to live as a Christian. Um, you know, he gave me an opportunity to minister to people at a recovery ministry, to teach, um, you know, and he he handed over the reins to the ministry when he, uh, when he gave it up in 2020. And he okayed my turning it into a uh, community freedom ministry, and uh, when it when it sort of petered out um, in 2021. So, um, and you know, that's the years of my life spent on Thursday nights with Pastor Bob. Um, you know, getting getting clean and sober, uh, growing in my faith, learning to teach, learning to minister to other people. You know, I, uh, that's worthy. Bob's worthy to be honored for what he's done, um, because he's not only built into my life, but anyone I've encouraged, he's built into them too. Uh, the name Celebrate Freedom follows me now. Um, you know, and into my new church, and it's it's going. That's going to another church, uh, Strong Tower Church in Philmont. Uh, so there's now three Celebrate Freedom uh, ministries out there. Uh, because of Pastor Bob Costello. Uh, so he's worthy to be honored, for sure. Anyway, um, this moves us along to our devotionals prayers, uh, prayer section. Uh, the first one is prayers for the life of faith. And it prompts you, or us, to pray. If your parents are still living, pray for strength uh, to continue to honor them. Um, let's see, it also says, whether living or dead, give thanks for whatever good they provided you, and pray for the power to forgive them for whatever wrongs they may have done, done you. And so let's pray. Lord God, I pray for the strength to continue to honor my parents. I thank you for providing them to me as good examples of faith, hard work, and love. And as you know, Lord, I forgave them for any bitterness I may have had held against them due to my due to the turmoil in my life before Christ. Um, and I pray you bless them continually in Jesus' name. Amen. Then um, we move along to the prayer for today, which is, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being faithful to me, even if I have not honored either you or my parents as I should, which I haven't. Help me to give honor to you and them, and to show me how to care for the young who need my help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That moves us along to today's Bible verse that comes from the 
quick scripture reference for counseling by John G. Cruis. This morning's meditation verse comes from the section on conscience, and today's verse is 1 Timothy 3, 9 from the New Living Translation. Um, the Word of God says, They must be committed to the mystery of the faith that now revealed, and must live with a clear conscience. Today's verse falls under the third point of our Counseling Reference Guide's resource section on conscience. That third point is, hold to the truths of the faith. Today's verse tells us that we, are, we as Christians must be committed to our faith and, and live with a clear conscience, presumably because we obey what the Word says and try to live a shame-free existence as we become more and more like Jesus. So we have to hold, you know, we have to be committed to the mystery of our faith, um, to the fact that we're forgiven by grace and faith in Jesus Christ and not because of our works. Um, that's a big thing to believe in and that, uh, that will lead us as we go. And that would lead us into repentance as well. Um, Christ was led a sinless life and we're supposed to follow his example. So we're to, we're to repent of our sins. Anyway, we move along to the final section. As always, we invite you to go to mtforchrist.org, where we always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from According to Your Word, Morning and Evening through the New Testament by Stephen F. Alford. Um, and that's from a collection. They're basically devotional from 1940 and 41. And in those devotionals, um, Stephen Alford uh, directs us to read a section of scripture uh, in the morning and the evening. And today's section is Mark 14. And from Mark 14, he shares in verse 6, where the Word of God says, She has done a good work for me. Um, and that, uh, I believe that's when he was anointed uh, with, uh, with, you know, by Mary. Um, with the... Uh, yeah, anyway, um, yes, <clears throat> uh, anointed for his burial, right? Um, anyway, Stephen Alford writes, What a blessed co commendation such was given in response to the outpouring of the sweet and precious spikenard of token of true heart love. The Lord called it a good work, good because it was seen by the Lord from the spiritual side. Man, like those who murmured, saying, Why this waste, looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And as, and as he looked, he saw that it was the true expression of unadulterated love. God looked at creation and said it was very good. The Lord looked at this woman's heart and saw that his work in her heart was good. Amen. Anyway, uh, Alford ends with the prayer, When you look at my heart, Lord, I pray you find the same quality of love. Amen. Well, as I said, this is Red Eye Repentance. I'm barely awake, and I fell asleep during the middle of the podcast, as I told you to pause for meditation. Um, so we're going to wrap it up, um, and I'm going to hit the hay. And uh, today is Saturday. Uh, it is now 4 a.m. I'll do my best to load this, load this up, and then uh, get some rest, and hopefully be. I gotta return a rental car, and uh, I, I hope to go see the chosen today. Uh, we'll see if that's a total order. Um, 
But anyway, let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for getting me home safely last night, uh, this morning. Um, and Lord, we just pray for you to bless anyone out there uh, who might be listening to this uh, podcast or reading this message, that you come alongside them in their prayer request and their walk of faith, Lord. Help them to repent um, of whatever they need to repent of. And Lord, bless them in the areas they need help in. Uh, maybe they have difficulty honoring their mother and father. Maybe they have difficulty following you. Um, Lord, whatever it is, we pray for you to help them. Uh, we pray for you to help us to do the same. Help us to give up the sweet treats that uh, you know could reverse our, our, our good health. Um, we want to stop it. And uh, we want to be healthy and uh, to give you honor in our body, Lord. So we pray for you to help us with that. Give us self-control uh, to, to have a balanced uh, uh, diet and uh, to honor you with our body. Um, and Lord, we just pray for rest. Um, thank you for this long vacation, but uh, it's been very hectic. And we're happy to be back um, in our regular routine uh, tomorrow, supposedly. Um, and we look forward to uh, what you're going to do in our lives as we um, have drawn close to you during this vacation and uh, are very fired up to follow you even though we're tired right now. Um, Lord, so thank you. We, we, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.